Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, the youth. Hello, everyone. You are listening to the youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. It is Tuesday, June 9th. And this is Amanda Marie speaking alongside Anthony, Nicole, and Alicia. A smaller show today, but either way, we're still looking forward to everything that we have planned for today's show. Everything that we're prepared to talk about, to discuss. We also have an interview lined up. We don't do many of those here on the youth, but I'm looking forward to that one especially. But before we get into any of the topics that we have set for today's show, we will go through our COVID-19 rundown as we do each and every day during our first segment. So to kick things off, we have our global number of cases right now at 6.9 million and a total of 401,000 deaths around the world. We also have over 3 million recoveries with coronavirus-related cases. We're also seeing the World Health Organization warning that the pandemic is still worsening globally. While it seems that there is improvement in Europe, and we know that the strain in Europe was a lot stronger than the strain here in the United States, and we saw the toll that it took on places like Italy, on places like Spain, things are starting to look up for them, and we're seeing the reopening of those places. And while it does seem that Europe is improving, the rest of the world as we're seeing today, you know, we're seeing Brazil, we're seeing South Africa getting hit extremely hard right now due to the coronavirus pandemic. But overseas, we're seeing the 14-day quarantine that had been in discussions in the UK as to whether or not they'll actually implement this program is now officially a thing. If you enter the UK from any sort of neighboring country or outside from the UK, you are required to be in a 14-day 14 14-day 14 quarantine before you're actually allowed to wander off the sh- in the streets of the UK. We're also saying New Zealand, we talked about this briefly yesterday. This is a big deal. New Zealand has declared themselves free of COVID as they are reporting zero active cases as of right now. So, of course, this is subject to change. There could be a spike in cases, but this is the first of this we're seeing because, as we know, even if numbers are declining in other nations, you still see cases and active cases each and every day. But New Zealand is finally reporting zero active cases and we know New Zealand we've talked about that here on the youth as well they had a very strict lockdown set in place we're also seeing the South African president is there South Africa is dealing with a huge spike in cases right now and their president stating that people shouldn't be alarmed whatsoever by the rising infection rate which is kind of contradicting in my opinion but we'll get to that in a bit and now a little bit closer to home we're seeing in the U.S. there's a confirmed two million cases with 113,000 deaths There's also a reported 532,000 recovered patients due to the coronavirus. Honestly, this is just the numbers are just going to continue to grow at this point because I'm just seeing people go back outside like it's completely normal and everything. When in reality, I believe Mario made a point yesterday, the coronavirus is still out there. Like it didn't just disappear into thin air. It's still out there. So people still need to follow CDC guidelines. I know that it's frustrating, but sometimes you don't want to do it. Personally, I know from experience, but you have to do what you have to do at this point. These are tough times, and you just have to follow the rules. If not, another outbreak is going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, with the protests, we've been seeing a lot of, like, a lot of people are kind of forgetting, essentially, about coronavirus because we do have the protests that you know we are dealing with now and people are kind of forgetting about social distancing and not really thinking about it because it's in the back of their mind they're 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 fighting for something else so i i understand the whole idea of like yay everything's kind of falling back into place i mean even yesterday i said that it is a nice eye-opener and 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 a pace turner definitely because we are seeing the impact of it differently now how people are recovering at a faster rate and how people are declining but still, like how Amanda was even talking about yesterday and even brought up for today, there are still countries and cases that are rising exponentially all the time, no matter no matter what, because of the uh, exposure that they had before and how they dealt with the exposure. I mean, New Zealand is just uh, is just is just an odd man out because they decided that we're going to have a stricter code and we're going to have a stricter uh, social distancing and quarantine than a lot of the other countries did or when or when they didn't necessarily have a lot they immediately went to okay we're going to lock down immediately so that we don't have to deal with any of this in the future at a higher rate and other countries in other states didn't do that because they're like eh, it's whatever like we'll deal we'll deal with it when it gets really really bad so i think that's kind of the difference between certain countries and how new zealand dealt with it that's why we're all kind of like yay it's great like they have no more cases everything's great the last one recovered 
how it, it, it's still there and there's still things that we need to deal with and things that we still need to regulate because it's not really gone away yet. And I don't think it ever really will with how we're dealing with it now. Yeah, honestly, me personally, I kind of forgot about it. Not that I forgot about it all the way, but like we've been talking about it for so long that it's not something that's in my head 24-7, which is surprising because I'm a germaphobe. But at this point, I'm like, that's not in the headlines. I don't know how many cases we have. And I'm not going out of my way to search up how many cases we have. So I'm like, maybe like it's not gone, but maybe we've like relaxed on it. Like, you know, not too many people have Corona, which is dumb of me because all these protests going on, it's probably spreading like wildfire, but I don't go to the protests and I'm mostly, I'm mostly home. So I'm not really thinking about catching Corona or like people that have it. So I don't, I'm not, I wasn't worried about it, but since now you told me there's like, the, the case are right, the cases are rising and stuff. I think that's crazy. And as for like the other places that like, they're coronavirus free, I actually saw that when I woke up this morning, uh, um, some place in Europe, they said they're like, finally free. There's no active cases anymore. And I was like, dang, I wish this could happen for Miami and I can finally go back to living a normal life. You know, as you said, the cases are spiking. We're seeing here in Florida, you know, we're seeing the different rollout phases. The rest of Florida's in phase two. We're still in phase one today, or it's actually tomorrow, I believe it is, my bad. Beaches are set to open finally, which we know that these are the months when the beaches are open the absolute most. And just in Florida, you're seeing these cases spike up and down and up and down, opposed to, you know, when we knew they were rising, and then it sort of steadied out and it started going down. Now that places are opening back up, these numbers are sort of fluctuating. But, you know, I saw a headline today from The Atlantic, which is how we'll wrap up today's uh, this first segment here on the youth, is America is done with the coronavirus. That's, that's it. Americans have decided that they want to be done with the coronavirus. We're seeing how, you know, people are making jokes about it. Oh, we're at halftime. This is a halftime show. And pretty much America's giving up on this pandemic right now. So it's crazy because you're seeing the protests unfold. You're seeing places open up. You're seeing Vegas. Vegas is open. I saw a video where people are walking around casinos without masks. But then simple class of 2020, forget high school in general, just anybody in the class of 2020, college graduates. We can't have a simple graduation. You know, I was blessed enough and at Stan we were blessed enough to have a graduation. But other students aren't as lucky to have that. But Vegas is open and Clearly, we're seeing America is acting like they're done with the coronavirus, but the coronavirus is not done with us yet. We'll be right back here on the U. STEM Radio, CU6M, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. Here's that song again. Yay. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Yay! Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray. You love your kids enough to watch that TV show a bajillion times. Yay! Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat for their age and size. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. To protect his home and family from disaster, Steve used courage, wisdom, and his camera phone. That should do it. Way to go, Steve! By simply taking digital pictures of his family's important documents, Steve can always have them stored safely online, no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apolo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apolo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apolo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apolo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apolo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apolo. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 
flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Sam Reed is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice. And the mentors we have here, like Frank the Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more. There are very few words that can describe Sam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Sam Radio and everybody a part of Sam Radio. We are a family. They are my family and they will always continue to be my family and I will forever be thankful and I know they got my back just like I got theirs. I love being part of Slam Radio. This is Jorge Gamebred Masvidal and you're listening to Slam Radio. pandemic obviously we've been dealing that for 80 plus days we're nearing the 100 day mark which is kind of crazy to think that we've been dealing with this for most of the year we spent more time at home in 2020 than we have in actual normal society so it's pretty crazy to think not exactly what we had in store for 2020 but we talked about that briefly and now in our second segment we're going to get into George Floyd that entire situation we've talked about that here on the youth and just different updates throughout the case and different things and developments that have occurred in the past 24 hours since we were last here on the youth. But so far, as we know, all four former officers are in custody. Yesterday, Derek Chauvin was due in court where his bail was set at $1.25 million. And as we know, the other three officers are held in custody right now as well. They were charged with aiding and abetting murder. Yesterday was the public memorial for George Floyd. Today is his actual funeral with his closest family and friends. And, you know, we're still seeing these protests go around in the entire nation. They have not been as violent as when they first initiated, but we're seeing demonstrators continue to march through the streets of the nation. We're seeing how crowds walking all along Interstate 84 in Portland. And yesterday they gathered outside of the precinct in Seattle. So we're seeing these protests continue. And who knows when we'll see, how long we'll see these protests continue. But people are still going out there and they're still marching and supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. We're also seeing now there's a lot of advocacy, well, the advocates for police reform, for police reform and other people that are advocating and fighting alongside those in the Black Lives Matter movement are fighting for the defunding of the police department, which it's sort of worrisome when you hear something like this and it sort of brings an easiness, but by reducing the budget for the police departments, this funding would be redirected to programs like education, to programs like healthcare and other sorts of social services. And this defunding would necessarily mean, well, the jobs that they don't, the jobs that, the smaller jobs that officers do, you know, like small little disputes that they report to, they wouldn't have to deal with that. They would deal with more of the bigger issues that go on within, within society, within their precinct, within wherever they're at. And, you know, we talked about yesterday how we're also seeing Minneapolis is planning on completely dismantling the police department and they're planning on sort of creating a new model for what the police department will look like so perhaps we'll see that spread throughout the nation maybe it'll just stay in Minneapolis who knows but these are obviously new developments new developments in the George Floyd case we're also seeing how we've talked about it many celebrities continue to go out to these protests we see J-Lo who's been out there Sean Mendes Camila Cabello Ariana Grande Michael B. Jordan Timothy Chalamet Jake Cole so many celebrities are going out there to fight alongside everybody else in these protests against you know police brutality and fight alongside 
with the Black Lives Matter movement, they're supporting this. But we recently saw something go down. You know, Kendall Jenner, one of the Jenner Kardashian sisters, there was a picture that surfaced of her with a mask on and a Black Lives Matter poster. But fans quickly called her out on it because in the back you can see her shadow and there's no poster in the shadow. So people people immediately started coming at her because clearly this is a Photoshop fail. And as we know, the Kardashians and Jenners have a history, a lengthy history on Photoshop images and they always get caught for them and never say anything about them. But Kendall Jenner has since tweeted that she did not post this picture. This is an old picture of hers and someone took it, edited it, Photoshopped it and made it seem what it is today. So, you know, different things going on within this entire situation. But as I, as I mentioned, you know, we're still seeing the protest and who knows how long we'll see these protests go on in the nation. Kendall Jenner's uh, picture that they used that they photoshopped must have been from the Pepsi era because she didn't she did not do that in any other time in her career. She she does not seem to be so exciting excited sorry other than that. But anyways, I think the whole Photoshop thing kind of I think it's kind of funny on the part that like they did that to her because again how you did say like I mean I think it's funny but it's respectful the same right because like obviously. It, it's a, it's an important cause that everybody should pay attention to and fight for and fight with. But um, I think that they did it to her and that um, she didn't do it to herself. I think it kind of eases off some of that. And I think it's actually kind of ironic and kind of funny because of the fact that they did it to her and it's a Photoshop fail that she kind of can't, she can explain it, but she can't even give like the full reason as to why or any of that, which I think is more, it's, it's kind of what makes it funnier to me personally on how she just has like no clue it happened and that's it but for the actual protests and the actual things happening now with the police departments I think that it really it all depends on how they go about in order to fix it and kind of remodel it in in, in a sense because it all depends on how the state wants to fix it so as I said, it, it, it all kind of depends because if, if they do it in a certain way that will impact it, but then, okay, it all depends on how the systems are enforced, correct? Like that's how I'm kind of seeing it. I think that the idea of it is a, is, is a good idea. I mean, there, there are other things that need uh, money and, and it needs funding for that uh, the police department and a lot of security aides do get more of like they get they get so much in their funding that that it's insane i saw one i saw um uh one of the states i can't remember which one right now but i remember how they they had actually posted like how the funding is is dispersed in in, in the state and i remember just seeing the police departments being the number one funded thing which i think was i i it's it's reasonable but I think it's insane. And I think especially during the these times right now, I think the whole remodeling and the whole restructuring of what they want to do and sending in more funding to public education and things like that, where it will help the, old, the other generations and continuing and being, you know, strong headed leaders. I think it's, pers- I think it's perfectly fine. And I think, that the whole restructuring of where they want to make it so like the small little disputes police officers don't really get into because police officers don't really like the small disputes they get really bothered by it especially if you're like a, a newer if you're like a rookie you don't really care for it you want to get into like the actual like good stuff and so these i think this whole change i don't know whether it, it, it's going to stay in minneapolis or if it's going to move but I think this whole change for right now there is like a good trial run to see how it goes. And I think at some point, if everybody does like it and if it does go well, a lot of the other states and precincts are definitely going to take into this. Um, for the Kendall Jenner thing, when I when I heard about it, I'm like, there's no way, like, there's no way she could do that. Obviously, everyone knows like I'm a Kardashian Jenner fan. But like, I was just like, there's no way she could do that. She's gonna make me look so bad if she did that. Like I wouldn't, I could not be a fan of hers anymore and stuff like that. That's what I was just thinking and thinking. And then <laughs> I'm like, well, what I heard it was like a, well, someone else that did it. 
I was like, okay. And the person I think did it was like a supporter of her or like a diehard fan of hers. I don't think it was just some random that did it like for like for the backlash. I think it was a supporter that did it just for the thought of it. I don't even know why they would do it, but I think it would have been a supporter that did it. And that wasn't the right thing to do, obviously. And um, as for the police, you know, I saw a tweet the other day. It said, would the world be better or worse without police officers? And honestly, I'm like, it might, it might be better due to the fact that police officers don't, like, they're not there when you actually need them. They're there to do the worst. Like, they do the most, in my opinion. So that's what I think. Hopefully, Minneapolis, they, like, well, their little trial run of whatever they do works out perfectly so that it, it can happen all over the world, in my opinion, because the way the world is going right now, it's not okay. I actually agree with Alicia here. Um, with the little small disputes that the cops do, like, I'm sure that they really don't want to do, like, they're not interested in doing and working on those little small disputes. However, is it really that smart of an idea to defund the police department? No, but at the same time, yes, because of what's going on right now. Um, the police department is here to defend the citizens, but at the same time, we've seen in multiple occasions that sometimes they're not here to defend and sometimes they harm citizens. So it's a little bit of a weird development there. But back to the, the Kendall Jenner point. Um. I found that pretty funny. I can't like I understand the situation, but I found it pretty funny because, like Amanda said, uh, they have a very rich history in Photoshop fails, especially with shadows. And I believe a few weeks ago, one of them I forgot the name of them. She had like a necklace and like it, like it didn't show. It was something about photo because it came up a few weeks ago. But that's besides the point. Um, the point is, I'm sure like she supports the movement, but. It's not okay to do that because it's basically releasing fake news. It's not okay. It's really not. I found it funny, but it's don't do that. Like, there's no reason to do that. So, yeah, I definitely found it funny that they got caught in yet another Photoshop fail scandal. And this time it actually turned out to not have been them doing the photoshopping this was an old picture from Kendall Jenner looks like she was at some sort of music festival maybe it was a Coachella of some sorts but she was definitely extremely upset about that and you know we'll just (laughs) we'll see what happens there and we'll see what continues to unfold with the George Floyd case and all the movements that are being that we're seeing unfold before our eyes because of this entire situation and we'll we'll just continue to talk about that here on the youth for as long as there is to talk about but Here in our next segment, when we come back here on The Youth, we have a special interview lined up with a fellow high school senior, but she has a completely different perspective than the seniors here on The Youth. You're listening to The Youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. Well, you can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. 
Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities. He's been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Sam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Meet Ingrid, fiery spirit, carrying grandma, proud trucker. I've logged more than four million miles in my truck. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. I was driving outside of Ohio when a gentleman stopped suddenly in front of me. But it takes my 80,000 pound truck 200 yards to stop. I'd given myself extra room, but it's not a chance worth taking. It's It's our roads. It's It's our safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. What's up, everyone? This is Tua Tungavailoa, and you're listening to Slam Radio. back here on the Youth Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145. In our second segment, we talked all about the George Floyd case and everything, all the new latest developments in that case, as well as Kendall Jenner's epic Photoshop fail. But in this next segment, we're moving on to a topic that we've discussed prevalent here on the youth. You know, it's been something that we talk about because we have some fellow seniors here on the youth. And, you know, that uncertainty as to whether or not we were going to get a graduation was a big deal to us because it's something we worked for for so many years. But thankfully enough, you know, our school and everybody that just put a graduation ceremony together for us last week, you know, we got to go to school one last time. We got to celebrate and we got that graduation that we looked forward to all these years in school. We were able to celebrate that. There was no virtual graduation. We didn't do any of that. But our next guest here on the youth, Sabrina Fon, she's a high school senior at Coral Reef Senior High. She has been a dancer her entire life. She danced for the Kudets for four years at Coral Reef. She danced at a studio since as long as she can walk, pretty much. She also happens to be my bestest, bestest friend. But she goes to Coral Reef, if you do not know, is a public school. So Alberto Carvalho, the superintendent of Miami-Dade County Public Schools, announced that students, all seniors in public schools, will be having a virtual graduation, a virtual commencement in the coming weeks. And then if it is possible, whenever restrictions are lifted and it is safe to do so, they will possibly have some sort of a in-person graduation later on in the year or whenever, again, these restrictions do ease up and it is safe to have these graduation ceremonies. So Sabrina, she is currently dealing with that situation right now. She has her virtual graduation this week. And the first question I sort of wanted to ask Sabrina was, what are your feelings on having a virtual graduation? I'm very disappointed in the fact that I am having a virtual graduation. I would have preferred an actual graduation where I get to walk down and get my diploma and see all my teachers. And it's really sad of the fact that I don't get to have that. Hello, Sabrina. Uh, My name is Nicole. And I was kind of wondering, what was your initial reaction when you were told the possibility of not being able to walk for your graduation? My reaction was very 
much. Like, I was very shocked in the fact that I wasn't able to do that. And, like, that is such a big, like, experience and a big memory that you finally, like, completed everything in high school. And for not having that, it's really disappointing. Um, my question is, like, I know a lot of people would not mind having both the virtual graduation and in-person graduation, but if the in-person graduation were to happen, like, in the winter, would you still have the same feelings towards your graduation? I would definitely still have the same feelings, especially since I will be able to complete, like, the whole high school criteria as you get to be able to walk down. So we obviously know that you would prefer a regular graduation than a virtual gra uh, graduation, Sabrina. But my question is, is it really worth it to you to have the virtual graduation or would you rather just whatever, just go on to college? I definitely think it will be worth it, even if I am still in college and taking the classes and stuff during like the winter, let's say. But to be able to see like all my teachers, the principal, all of them, and to be able to walk down. I would love that. So obviously that's something that there's a lot of conflicting opinions within seniors, you know, especially my friends in the public school system, they would rather just wait and get that in-person graduation and not have to go through a virtual graduation first and then get that in-person graduation, which again, there's no certainty as to when or, or how that'll happen at some point. Luckily, like I said, you know, char the charter school system, we were able to have that and we were blessed with that opportunity. But these students in the public school system, which is a lot of them, and I have a lot of friends in that system, including Sabrina, you know, it's something that you hear them talk about, which is that virtual graduation, while yeah, it is some sort of closure, you really don't get that closure until you get that actual graduation, which again, there's a chance she may already be a student in college by the time she gets to walk across that stage for high school. So some students don't want to wait that long. They just want to get their diploma and get it over with as soon as they can. But in Sabrina's case, you know, it wasn't just an entire senior year that she missed out on. All the senior events, prom, grad bash, senior breakfast, and graduation as well. You know, there's a lot of events that myself, her, and seniors across the nation missed out on because of this pandemic. But she's also a dancer. And while she did get to finish her season as a cadet, her final season as a cadet, she finished off her season in February. She is also a competitive dancer, and she's danced competitively for her entire life and this is this season is definitely a very special one because you know you work all these years and your last season as a senior is a big deal because it is that last it's your final dance literally it's one last dance that you get it's a, it's equivalent to a senior year in high school you know you work all these years towards this and this is the year that you're supposed to go out with a bang and she didn't even get to start this 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 dance this competitive season so that's definitely something else that comes into play for her that there's the emotions of not finishing off high school the right way. You know, you finish on a computer screen. She's getting that virtual graduation this Friday, but she didn't get to finish that dance season that she so longs for. And, you know, like there's a lot of emotions that go into it, especially as a dancer and you've danced for so many years. So how did it feel like when you first got that news that, okay, aside from not being able to walk across that stage until further notice, finishing my senior year off on a computer, not getting that full senior experience, now your competitive season ended in the snap of a finger and you won't get to go to nationals, which is, I know that that's the highlight of a dancer's career. Honestly, it was really, really sad for me, like knowing I wasn't going to be able to compete one last time with like my studio and my studio. I've been with them for eight years now and they are like my second family. And I'm sorry, I feel like I'm just going to cry. And it's just... It breaks my heart knowing I won't be able to compete with them and like be one big happy family one last time with them. Honestly, I obviously cannot relate. I have not been dancing my whole life. <laughs> but because you have been dancing your whole life, how does this like change for you like for you moving on to like college? Like, are you gonna join a dance team and stuff like that? If so, what are you most interested in when joining in the future? In the future, what I want to major in is physical therapy, which is something I've always wanted to do because of like dance, it has opened up my mind to like, okay, like there's things that you can help others with. So like dancers, I could help with physical therapy, all that stuff. But 
also knowing like, I don't know if I still want to continue dancing in the future. I might want to as like a part-time job with like some school dance teams or like another studio or anything. But at the same time, I know like for me, it is my last year as a dancer where I will be, I won't be competing anymore with like my other teammates and all of that. So I'm gonna compare a little bit, but when we when we left school, obviously it felt really incomplete because we didn't know we were leaving school. So what was your reaction to when, when did it finally hit you that your last dance was gonna be your last dance and that was it? It really hit me when there was this one like Zoom meeting I had with like my coach and she had talked to all of us like, I'm trying really hard to do one last thing for you guys. But under the circumstances, there are some changes that might happen, that might happen. And I was like, wow, this is really like, we only went to one competition this season and like, we did really good. But still like throughout the competition season, we grow and we continue and we get to the best to be at nationals and like win it all. So when we had that Zoom meeting and it was like nationals is canceled, all the other competitions are canceled. I'm so sorry for you guys. And I was like, wow, I can't believe like, I only was able to compete once with you guys and we had made so many new memories and a bunch of new people were brought to the team. And it really like, it really sucks knowing that everything we put our like hard work, sweat, tears, all of that was like destroyed for us. And Sabi, like I've known you for pretty much my entire life and I've known that your mom, your family has made multiple sacrifices for you to dance. You've danced your entire life. It's taken a lot of blood, it's taken a lot of sweat, taken a lot of tears, taken a lot of hard effort, like you said. How much of a disappointment was it to you to have that last dance, that final hurrah taken away from you? Honestly, it was really sad knowing that, like I was crying for like two days straight, like, wow I can't believe that everything I had like worked hard for since I was four years old like every training every like new teacher I would come across every person that helped me out like they helped me grow and like to know like my season had to finish off this way and who knows if I'm able to get a recital and like be able to finish everything it's just like it really breaks my heart knowing everything kind of just got demolished so clearly she has a completely different perspective, not only as a, again, a public school student who has her virtual graduation this Friday, but as a dancer, a competitive dancer whose season was completely canceled in the snap of a finger, the same way our school years were canceled. All our big events, everything that we look forward to, our entire scholastic careers was pretty much just gone in the snap of a finger. And Sabi, one last question for you before we go you're having your virtual graduation this Friday. How are you planning on celebrating with your family? You know, even though there's no, there's no in-person graduation, it's not what you expected. You're still planning on celebrating with your family. What do you expect to do? What do you hope to do? And what's your outlook for the future? What are you looking forward to now that post high school, we're finally graduated, something we've looked forward to for so long. You know, we watched enough high school musical to know that this is the moment where life doesn't end, life begins for us. So what are you most looking forward to for that? I'm looking forward to this new chapter in my life. I'm ready to start fresh with everything and get some a job that I really want and focus on my studies and focus on my new life. And I will always have my family. My family has always been my number one priority and they'll always have my back no matter what. And I love them so much. Thank you, Sabi, for being on here today with us on The Youth. You know, it's pretty cool having your basic sister on here with you but guys thank you for a wonderful interview we'll be right back here on the youth for our final segment in which we will continue to talk about this class of 2020 commencement there was yet another great commencement ceremony with many celebrities a huge lineup which makes it pretty cool to see how celebrities once again are continuing to celebrate the class of 2020 hey look what i found a radio radio slam radio sirius xm channel 145 Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <sighs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. 
but when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger, put it in the glove box, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Well, it just annoys me that you don't see it my way. Oh, it annoys me that you don't see it my way. We can play this game too. What? Not always going to see it your way. Your way is not the way. I can see it my way. But your way is not the way. So some people, some people are really... That's huge ego of you, by the way. Yeah, of course. You can't spell amigo without the ego. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat. Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them, but I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me, and my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Slam Radio has brought so much positivity into my life that allows so many young people to have a voice. I'm very thankful for this opportunity at Slam Radio. Not a lot of people get to say that they worked on the first radio station run inside a high school. I've learned so much from Frank the Tank. I've learned so much from Danny, from The Amigo. I've learned so much from them, and I thank them so much, and it means a lot to me. Slam Radio is a community. It just gives you opportunity. They give you opportunities that not many schools have. The people here are just great. Someone always has your back no matter what. It is definitely a place to leave your egos and your insecurities behind and just be yourself and all become one. I'm so thankful for everybody here at Slam Radio, and I'm thankful for this wonderful opportunity that I've been given to jumpstart my career. You are listening to Slam Radio on Sirius XM 145. Hey, this is Tiki Barber. You're listening to Slam Radio. the youth slam radio series xm channel 145 for our final segment of today's show in our last segment we had sabrina fonds on a high school senior from coral reef senior high and a lifelong dancer we got to hear her perspective not only as a senior in a public school who will be having her virtual commencement this week but as well as a competitive dancer who did not get to finish off her season as expected in this final segment we're sort of continuing this class of 2020 talk as there was yet another commencement ceremony a virtual commencement ceremony of course for the class of 2020 with an insane lineup of all sorts of celebrities and icons just public figures who joined this commencement ceremony to celebrate the class of 2020 you know we saw the ceremony lebron james had just a few weeks ago beautiful job done you know you saw the different speeches given by different individuals but this one just another way to celebrate these individuals another it's an it's nice, you know, as, as a member of the class of 2020, it's nice to see the efforts, the conjoined efforts of many celebrities coming together to celebrate the class of 2020, even when, with everything that's going on in the world today. So YouTube hosted this commencement ceremony for the class of 2020. We saw speeches from, again, President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. We saw Beyonce. She gave a speech as well. I know Alicia's like celebrating this right now. She sort of wishes she was class of 2020 really quickly. We saw BTS give a speech for the class of 2020 and Lady Gaga. Performances from BTS as well. CNCO, Lizzo, Maluma, Megan Thee Stallion. Guest appearances from JJ Abrams, Tom Brady, Billy Eilish, Camila Cabello, Shawn Mendes, J-Lo, Demi Lovato, Daisy Ridley from Star Wars for our Star Wars fans over here. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. 
our Miami peeps over here, the cast of Euphoria, Emma Chamberlain, Zayn Hijazi, Heath Hussar. You, uh, if you don't know, they're members of the vlog squad. So just, and so many more people that if honestly, if I listed it, it would take up the entire segment, which is not what we're here for pretty much. But we're here to talk about how it's nice to see this conjoined effort with so many, again, so many celebrities coming together to continue to celebrate the class of 2020 as we're finally finishing off our school years and we're getting those graduations from our schools, whether it's in-person, drive-by, virtual, however it may be, we're finally finishing our school years off and we're getting ready for the next chapter of our lives. I mean, we have a different perspective as underclassmen with the idea that we saw you guys, we saw a lot of people here in SLAM Radio and just our seniors in general here at SLAM graduate in a, a CDC normal graduation where obviously everything was social distance but they were still able to have a in-person graduation so I think having these YouTube commencements and just in general all these other people who are very influential to how we kind of see things people that we love to see on online and just in social media just in general I think that it's it's very um, admirable because these are people who did have their own formal graduations and they did have their own in person and they did have just in general their whole high school and their whole senior year and it was kind of the 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 things that we kind of um aspired to have especially the class of 2020 where they were just there and it was taken away from them with the whole pandemic so i think having these top tier influential people that we love to see that we love hearing from that we love watching and that we love just laughing with I think that it truly means a lot. And I think that the fact that they did this, again, because they've done so many, I think that they've done so many. And I think that the reason why they have done that and how the panel was so diverse is because the class of 2020 is so diverse. They had to go through so many things and they had to see so many things. And, you know, not everybody loves just one person. Everybody loves a handful of, of different people. And I think the fact that they did this again and that they they continue doing it for for quite a while is such it's such an amazing thing to see. I know that even the American Airlines Arena did a whole slideshow with uh, senior pictures, and I think that was also incredibly honorable and nice to see because that's it's just it's 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 impactful. Nicole, um, and going back to your point that they're impactful. It goes the same with the class of 2020. The class of 2020 is very impactful. And it's going to be very impactful to the society. They're going to change the world. They're going to change the way that people think. There's going to be people in this class who are going to be doctors, lawyers, scientists. They could be anything they want. And they've had to go through tough times right now. Missing out on their graduations. There's been a lucky few, like one of them being Amanda, that has been able to walk the stage. But even still, their senior year has not been the same as it would under normal circumstances. So this class is very special, and they deserve to be recognized this way. This huge panel of celebrities, a stand-up job by them, it's, um, it, I believe that a lot of people would really appreciate that. A lot of the seniors really appreciate that they're trying to, you know, put light into a dark time. But this... Class 2020 really needs to be celebrated. They're very special. LOL. First of all, Amanda, I do not wish I was class of 2020. I do not care that the Beyonce is singing or saying a speech because I'm still celebrating that with you. Even though I'm a junior, I still get to see Beyonce with her commencement speech. So I'm fine being class of 2021, I guess. But I think what they're doing, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's ever enough. You get me? I think like, it's it's a nice gesture. Like they could continue. Like, because like the class of 2020, like a lot was ruined for them. So they're just trying to repay it with celebrities. And I think that is awesome because me, I like me some celebrities. And if I hear them talking to me, I would feel honored. So I don't think it's ever enough. I don't know how many of these commencement things I've watched already. Um, I think it's very interesting. And I feel like it's very appreciated that they're taking the time out of their day, even though they're not seniors, but to like thank the seniors, talk to the seniors and tell them like everything will be okay. And I think that's what they should be doing, honestly. 
But no, I do not wish I was class of 2020. There's a reason I am class of 2021. And maybe Beyonce is gonna come on screen for me one day and tell me congratulations or something. But yeah. But I know I definitely, as a member of class of 2020, like I said earlier, I definitely appreciate the efforts and everything that class of 2020 is getting and receiving from these celebrities. Because at the beginning of this pandemic, you know, obviously the focus was on staying home. And, you know, us seniors were sort of going through this alone because we were finally going through that realization that our senior years will not end the way we expected. And we would probably not get to walk across that stage like we had so hoped for and dreamed of for so many years. But that was something that we went through alone. And I know I felt alone through it because nobody except my fellow peers understood what I was going through. So it was very lonely, but it got to a point where you started seeing, you know, so many people coming together to show like, hey, look, just because you're not graduating under the circumstances you thought you would, we're here to celebrate you no matter what, because you did it, you made it, you crossed this finish line. And that's something to celebrate no matter what's going on in the world. So definitely, I know I've appreciated everything LeBron James did for uh, for his graduation ceremony. You know, you saw afterwards, all the different after parties that different celebrities hosted on Instagram Live and TikTok Live, which is apparently a thing, but you saw the after parties that went on after that graduation to continue to celebrate the class of 2020. Yet another commencement ceremony for the class of 2020 that YouTube posted now. I know, like you said, the American Airlines Arena, they put pictures of the seniors outside of the arena. You're seeing how Teen Vogue is doing an entire commencement ceremony. They're giving away scholarships to the class of 2020 because of the circumstances. And you're seeing that all the things that celebrities are doing, again, to celebrate the class of 2020 because Amanda, no matter- Amanda, 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 do you hear that? Anthony, come on, we need to make sure we <laughs> you, Anthony, during this time. But Nicole, you still beat him to it, guys. Thank you for another <laughs> wonderful show here on the youth. I appreciate you guys always. Thank you for being on here each and every day with us on the youth. And thank you to everybody who tuned in today and listened to the youth here today. We'll see you tomorrow. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145.